Hello, I'm Rev David, and I live, work and play on Alderney, one of the Channel Islands. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. We're still in the season of Advent, and this week we have another vision before us. A journey from the desert to the mountaintop along the way of holiness. It's from the prophet Isaiah, from chapter 35, and let me read a few verses for you. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer, and the mute tongue shout for joy. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness, and it will be for those who walk on that way. They will enter Zion with singing, everlasting joy will crown their heads, gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. One of the big metaphors, one of the very popular ways of describing a life of faith is journey, is following a path, is making decisions about being on the right path. And it's a good metaphor because it opens us up to all the possibilities of making choices, of the journey being just as important as the destination, of a sense of movement, of growth from where we are to where we want to be, and where God wants us to be. I've been playing with all these ideas and words this week and trying to come up with something snappy for Advent, and uh, this is where I've got to. I don't know if it's that snappy, but this is it. God's on his way. He's always been on his way. Can we make his way our way? So, To help us with this, I thought that we'd think of the highway, all about God's highway, God's way of holiness, as Isaiah describes it. And I want to say four things about it. Number one, it's about God coming to us. Number two, it makes the journey possible for us. Number three, It's a journey of transformation. And number four, the transformation is not just personal. So here we go in a bit more detail. Firstly, it's about God coming to us. When we look at the big sweep, the big picture of the story of the people of God, and don't forget the people of God, that's us, so this is our story, what we see time and time again is that God wants a relationship with us. God creates us. We turn away. God calls us back. We eventually respond. God continues to love us. And we seem to do it all over again and again. And in all of that, God never gives up. God is always coming to us. If that wasn't the case, then all these prophecies about moving from bad to good, from present to future, from desert to mountaintop, well, it'd all be a load of nonsense, wouldn't they? And this all comes to a climax with Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate God coming to us. 
In Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, God steps into our space and our time in a way that we can understand. Jesus is real. We can touch him and see him and hear him. Which leads me on to the next point, number two. It makes the journey possible for us. Jesus actually describes himself as the way. Early Christians were not called Christians. They were called followers of the way. The highway, the road from desert to mountaintop is Jesus. Jesus shows us how to travel. He shows us God's way. He enables us to make the right choices, the right decisions. Jesus is both the way and walks with us on the way. Because of Jesus, we know that we can get from here to there. This is what Christian hope is all about. In 1903, so a while ago now, W.B. Fitzgerald summarised the the distinctively Methodist way of expressing this as what we sometimes refer to as the four alls. All need to be saved, all can be saved, all can know that they are saved, and all can be saved to the utmost. So, number one was, it's about God coming to us. Number two, it makes the journey possible for us. Number three, it's a journey of transformation. There's a whole genre, isn't there, of of movies which are called road trips, all about people, sometimes family or friends, sometimes strangers, who end up spending time together whilst travelling from one place to another. And at their heart is how the people change as they travel. Being on a journey builds us up and changes us. Best example in the Old Testament, as far as I'm concerned, is the book of Exodus. The people of God leave Egypt and search for the promised land, and in doing so they are changed. The best example in the New Testament, in my view, are the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, when they encounter a stranger who turns out to be the risen Jesus, and they are transformed. As it says, Did not our hearts burn? as he opened up the scriptures to us. We're all on a journey, from the desert to the mountaintop, and throughout the journey, we have all sorts of companions along the way. We encounter all sorts of situations and dilemmas. We have to make all sorts of choices. We also learn just how it is that Jesus is the way. Not in theory, but by actually living it. And that really does change us. And then the fourth point about this highway of holiness. The transformation is not just personal. When we think about the mountaintop, we don't think of ourselves being there on our own. We think of it as a community. And that's important. The way of Jesus is not just an individual personal way of change of new life the way of Jesus is also about transforming the world into what it was created to be changing the world into all that it can be 
where people matter, where all live lives that are dignified, where everyone can know that they are loved. So as we journey on the way of holiness, from desert to mountaintop, it may be important to keep in mind the four alls and to think about how our communities can reflect them. You're probably fed up with me always going on about empire and kingdom. But for me, it's so important. Jesus, God, pushes against human empire, against tyranny, against the misuse of power, be that in government or in organised religion. Those things are not of God's way and they must be challenged. Our faith is just as important communally as it is personally. It must, it must not be privatised. Instead, it needs to be publicised. So let's just summarise this famous passage from Isaiah. God is coming to us in Jesus to enable us to make a journey of private and public transformation that will move us from desert to mountaintop. And that's amazing. No wonder that we celebrate Christmas. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to support it financially, then head on over to www.patreon.com and search for Rev David.